Welcome to the AFW College Podcast. We're back with more encouraging content to help you walk faithfully with Jesus during your college years. My name is Jordan Ramirez, and this recording, man, just feels like home because I'm finally back with our college pastor, Ben Moss, talking about Jesus's love for college students. Ben, how are you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing great, Jordan. It's great to be back in the saddle here in the recording studio and excited to be with you to talk about a topic I'm really passionate about. Yes, and for good reason. Uh, man, this just, it feels natural. Just us back together in this room. This is what it, it feels good. Uh, and man, today I is super excited for what we're going to be talking about. Um, we're starting a conversation today that's going to span over a few episodes of the AFW College Podcast. We're not sure how many. We just know that this is an important conversation uh, for us to have right now because of a number of conversations we've had with students and just other things we feel God uh, is kind of bringing up into our midst uh, here at Antioch Fort Worth. We're going to be starting a series on spiritual gifts. Uh, so all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, just asking, you know, what are they? Do they exist today? Do we have them? Do I have them? Which ones do I have? How do I use them? It goes on and on. I mean, the questions go on and on and on. We could uh, just go forever with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, but before we get into all those questions, we're starting off with this uh, topic that is so foundational uh, when it comes to talking about the gifts of the Spirit. And that topic is the voice of God, uh, the voice of God today, the personal voice of God um, through the Bible and through all a myriad of ways, but but really to our uh, to our hearts, to our our personal mm. uh, minds and our ears, how God speaks today. So uh, before we jump in, Ben, why don't you just tell us why you think the topic uh, of the voice of God, why that is so important when we're engaging with uh, the idea of spiritual gifts? Yeah, that's a great question, Jordan. And, you know, there's so many different things I could share here, but uh, I want to just highlight one little personal story for me when I was growing up mm-hmm. uh, in, in college specifically. Uh, you know, I had I'd grown up in the church, and I'm so thankful my parents raised me in the church. I grew up in a Jesus-centered, uh, Bible-preaching church, and I'm so grateful for that and, uh, you know, love the, the history and the heritage of, of what I grew up with. Um, but there was a, a time when I was graduating from college where I was really broken, and there was a lot of different things that I was struggling with, and mm-hmm. uh, one of those was fear, one of those was just this loneliness and this sadness that I just didn't feel like I could I could shake, you know, get, get rid of. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember one evening in particular walking into my dorm room at a university in Waco, which I don't m- mention uh, on this podcast. <laughs> they did just win a national championship. Might be national champions. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, I, I walked into my dorm room and I, I just had a really hard day. And yeah. uh, I, I walked in, I got on my knees and I just began to pray. And I said, God, I need you. I, I just began to cry out to God. And mm-hmm. in that moment, this had never happened to me, but I just felt like so gently the Lord spoke to my heart and he said, Ben, I see the pain that you're going through and I love you and I want to help you and I want to draw near to you. And it was the first time that I had felt like the Lord was actually personally speaking to me, like it was something from him to me. Well, that next week, um, I was uh, uh, going to this thing called Life Group, Mm -hmm. and there was a guy uh, there named Rocky. He ended up being my mentor. Mm -hmm. And so we're praying, and 
we're doing worship, and he comes up to me, and he says, Ben, uh, I was praying for you, and I felt like the Lord was uh, encouraging me to tell you that he sees the pain that you're in, and that he knows you, and he wants to help you. Wow. And it was almost the exact same thing that God had spoken to me the week before mm. uh, in my dorm room, just with him. Mm. And so it began this journey of me going, you know, maybe God is not just somebody who's out there in the sky, like elusive, like really far apart that I have to reach up to. Mm -hmm. But maybe he's actually someone who's reaching down to me in a personal way mm -hmm. that actually wants to intervene and speak to me in a myriad of different ways. Yeah. And honestly, Honestly, when, when that was unlocked in my heart, that God is personal enough that he wants to talk to me, and we'll talk about some of the reasons why he wants to speak to us in, yeah. in a few moments here, um, I began to discover, wow, there is a lot to God yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is that is new to me that I want to discover, and, and that ended up leading to more discovery about spiritual gifts and, and those yeah. kinds of different things, but uh, that foundation that that God wants to speak, man, it it just creates faith. It it yeah. stirs faith inside mm -hmm. of you that that God is real, that He's intervening today, and that He's a personal God. Yeah, and that's so that's so powerful, right? You try to figure out what why we're so passionate about it is because when God speaks, mm -hmm. it's always that powerful. Uh, yes. It's that sharp that it just cuts deep and and mm -hmm. heals and it. it that's why. That's why we need to talk about it so much. It it totally just elevates your faith to a whole new level. Um, so today, yeah, we're going to just be talking more, laying out more about why that uh, is just so foundational. Uh, so Ben, why don't you just get us started a um, little more? Why are we so passionate about this topic? Uh, why are we starting to talk about it today? Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, I my hope from today is really just that our students ultimately feel encouraged that God wants to speak to them, yeah. uh, that he wants to personally meet them right where they're at. And he has things that he is saying every single day uh, to each one of us. And as I said just a moment ago, you know, depending on your church background, this could be an old topic. Uh, right. or this could be a brand new topic. Mm -hmm. And I just want to take the pressure off yep. uh, and say to anybody who's listening, you know, God wants to speak to you and it's going to be unique. It's going to be different than other people, but this is not something that's for like super spiritual people yep. or really, really mature believers. That's what I kind of thought. I was like, oh, wow. Yes. You know, it's for the, the priests and the, yeah. you know, everybody yeah. else, uh, the, the really holy people mm -hmm. that, that get to hear from the Lord. Um, and what I'm, what I'm going to do here is I, I'm just going to give a buffet of scripture as we talk about a few different things yeah. uh, related to this concept. And, you know, I can't say everything that there is to say on, on hearing from the Lord, but I hope people take these principles and they ask the Holy Spirit, you know, what is this? How can I apply this to my life? Um, and really where, where this idea of hearing from the Lord uh, was important to me is I had a mentor ask me one time, he said, Ben, what's the main difference between a believer and a non-believer? Hmm. I was like, Huh, interesting question. And his yeah. answer was that believers have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that word personal is so key when it comes to this idea of hearing from the Lord, mm -hmm. because it's hard to believe that I would have a personal relationship with someone and not communicate with them. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Charlotte, my wife and I, if we're going to have a personal relationship, <laughs> but we don't ever really talk with each other, yeah. 
it's probably not going to go very well. I mean, charades and hand signs and sign language yeah. can go so far, but yes. uh, mm-hmm. because personal relationships, you, you talk. The reason I say that is because there's a line of thought out there that would suggest that God no longer speaks, mm-hmm. that he spoke 4,000 years ago in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. but now in the New Testament, all of a sudden, he stopped speaking. And after the first century, he was done saying anything, and for the last night. 1,900 years, he's just been silent. And I hope that as we dive into Scripture some, we'll discover that we still serve a God that speaks today. Yes, absolutely. Um, And just want to share, yeah, Ben, I mean, I think I was was right in that same boat where coming into, uh, really coming into this ministry at Antioch, Fort Worth, and the college ministry, um, seeing that as something that other people were doing, and they were were hearing from God, and I definitely thought... uh, man, that's really cool, but it feels like that's totally for them. It's like for those wacky spiritual uh, life group leaders who I enjoy being around, but, you know, thinking, oh, it's just not me. Or, um, I mean, I didn't grow up in a church that ever denied that God spoke, but just acting, they they would act like the Bible is it. You know, the Bible is uh, the only way that God wants to communicate. And it's a a very serious, it's a main way that he speaks to us, right, Mm -hmm. is through the Bible. Um, But God just... He doesn't just want us to read about him, right? He wants us to talk to him. Mm. Um, so like you said, we're going to be talking a little bit about um, just reasons we think it's so important and, and reasons why we believe that God speaks. And it's so cool. Um, we're going to be talking about these two things, and they're both identity statements. Mm. And it, they're both uh, reasons that we believe God wants to speak to us is because of who we are and yes. who he made us to be and how he sees us. Yes. Um, and so you're going to be walking us through those two ways. Uh, and th- that first one, why don't you get us started? I'll let you say it. I don't even, I don't want to spoil it. You go ahead, Ben. <laughs> you do your thing. Thanks, Jordan. Well, you know, I, I liked what you said there because these two reasons I'm going to give that God wants to speak to you, um, these are, the, the reason these are important is because God wants to speak to you because of who you are Mm -hmm. more than anything else. They're directly tied to your identity, just like you said. So reason number one is that you are a sheep, okay? Mm. So that's why you smell. Yeah, right? must be. <laughs> that's why I smell, okay? Yes, so right. that's why you all smell, okay? Because you're sheep, all right? So here we go. Uh, John 10, 11, and I'm going to hit a bunch of different verses in John here. So, so the first one, John 10, 11, it says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Mm. So this just lays the foundation for us. Jesus is the shepherd, and we are his sheep. Yeah. Now we're going to add on to that. John 10, 2. It says, The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. Mm. He calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. Yeah. Notice that this verse does not say that the sheep sense his impressions. Right. Okay. Right. It says they listen to his voice. In other words, Jesus, the good shepherd, wants to communicate personally yeah. with his followers. Mm-hmm. And then I love too that it says he calls his sheep by name. Right. And he leads them out. Mm-hmm. Can I just say God's calling you by name? Right. He sees you, he knows you, and he's calling you out. He's leading you out. We're gonna mm-hmm. Keep tracking here in John 10, okay? John 10, 16. It says, I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. Mm. There it is again. And they shall be one flock and one shepherd. 
Hmm. Now, the reason I want to highlight this verse is that because it uses that phrase, other sheep. So Jesus is talking to a Jewish audience in this passage. And so when he's saying that there's other sheep, he's saying there's not just Jewish sheep, Mm -hmm. but there's Gentile sheep as well. Yep. All right. Now, who are Gentile sheep? You and me. All right. Here we are. And maybe there's some Jewish people listening to this. Okay. But Uh last time I checked, you're either Jewish or you're Gentile. You're one or the other. Mm -hmm. And according to John 16, you all are one flock and you all get in on listening to his voice, yes. right? Yes. No, nobody is like on the outside looking in on that. So yeah. we all get <laughs> to hear from the Lord. And finally, this is my favorite one when it comes to this topic, is John 10, 27. Very explicitly, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice mm-hmm. and I know them and they follow me. Mm-hmm. So if Jesus is the shepherd and you're following him, then you're a sheep. Yeah. And according to John 10, 27, what do sheep do? They listen to the shepherd's voice. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you were a shepherd, any um, history in your... No, not in my blood. No, never. <laughs> I don't go... I don't I don't descend from any shepherds or anything like that. Yeah. But. Yeah. You, you didn't put that on your resume, so you know, <laughs> I didn't know if that was part of your lineage or not. But mm. if you were a shepherd um, yep. and you expected all the sheep to move at your command without ever saying anything, okay? Like, right. I'm just going to raise up the staff, <laughs> and they will all follow me yes. by seeing the staff, okay? Uh-huh. Um, no, you have to communicate with the sheep in order for them to follow you. Yeah, I remember uh, this story that I heard one time of a, of a pastor that decided to take a, a two-year sabbatical, and he wanted to go to Israel, and he wanted to be right there, you know, where Jesus walked, and um, just develop more of a heart for shepherding other people. And so one of the things is that he went out one day to this really large field where there are, were a lot of different shepherds, and the, the sheep were grazing there. Mm-hmm. Now, there were, you know, six or seven different shepherds, and there was literally hundreds of sheep. And so he got there in the morning, and he saw all the sheep there, and the shepherds were kind of stationed at different places up on this hill watching mm-hmm. the sheep. And he said at, at one time, uh, a shepherd would give the call, Yodoli! Yeah, okay, I'm not going to do that, all right? So whatever it was, <laughs> yes, uh, there was a call. Mm. And he said about 70 sheep would look up, they would see the shepherd, And from wherever they were mixed in with all the other sheep from all the different shepherds, they would hear their shepherd's voice and walk away and follow that shepherd. And he said it happened four or five different times until finally all the sheep were gone. And he was fascinated. And it reminded him of this passage in John 10 Mm -hmm. that talks about how we're his sheep and we hear his voice. Yeah. Jordan, God wants to speak to each person individually and uniquely, but he wants to do that because a key part of your identity is that you're his sheep and he's your shepherd. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's so true. And I love that. I love, I love just the image, right? That he's, uh, his voice is what we follow. And just that he sees us as sheep. There's a love there that we're like, thank God that Jesus loves us so much. But there's there's just the leadership, like you're saying. Like, if you've been around the church enough, you've heard enough people talk about how stupid sheep are and how much that means when like when when Jesus calls us sheep. It, it really shows us how badly we need 
the voice of the shepherd too, you know, like uh, talk about how sheep will just, you know, like walk off a cliff just without, just on their own will, will just waltz off a cliff unless the shepherd saves them. And we are, we are in that kind of desperate need to hear the, the personal Mm. voice of Jesus in our lives, Uh, man. So that's so important. And it's who we are. Like you're saying, it's who we are. It's who he is. It's a relationship Mm. we're meant to have uh, is us engaging with him and hearing his voice. That's so good. So number one, we are sheep. That's the first thing we are. Why else is it so important that we uh, know God's voice? Ben, take us to point two. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, number two, again, it's connected to your identity. So hearing God is not something you do. It's someone you are, Mm -hmm. right? So number two is you're a friend. You're a friend of God. So, Mm -hmm. Jordan, you're a friend of God, but you still smell like a sheep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, in general, all right, I'm generalizing here. There's Mm -hmm. two types of friends in the world, okay? Imagine this. So, one type of friend, you're sick at home. Okay, now we're in a COVID season here, all right, so this doesn't really apply. But uh, And one friend comes and brings you a book for you to read and drops it off at the front door but never comes in to say hello. So that's friend A, all right? We'll call him Bob, all right? Bob. Bob. The other friend shows up with your favorite Starbucks drink, a warm cup of Panera soup, Mm -hmm. comes in and stays at your home for an hour. We'll call him Fred. Which friend would you prefer, Jordan? Fred. Fred sounds like a cool guy. Fred sounds like a cool guy. Fred's Mm -hmm. a cool guy because he's willing to come in, sit down, and talk with you, right? Yeah. Can I just say, that's the kind of friend that Jesus wants to be with you. Mm. He wants to come in, sit down, and talk with you. He doesn't want to just off drop off the book, the Bible. Yeah. Okay? It's a mm-hmm. great book, and we love the Bible, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just leave. Right. Okay? I'm not minimizing God's word. I'm just saying that I don't know that God intended for his word to be the end of what he wants to say to us. Yeah. Another way to think mm-hmm. about that is, you know, when it comes to friendship with God on earth, we primarily communicate in two different ways, mm-hmm. right? The first one is mechanically. So when we type a message on our iPhone during class, which mm-hmm. none of students... No, never once. Yeah, never, never did, once that. did that. Mm-hmm. Never did that. Straight <laughs> A student. Yes. Um, you're communicating mechanically, all right? So when you're on Instagram, you know, Snapchat, uh, help me out. Twitter, uh, Twitter, yeah, 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 you got them all. Yeah, all the, <laughs> those, those are the big three. ones. Okay, uh, we're communicating mechanically, all right. <laughs> um, but when I'm driving on the road and someone cuts me off, okay, I'm communicating personally. That gets personal. That gets personal. Okay, <laughs> now I would never do that. Um, uh, okay, just a little time out here, pause here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard a story one time of a pastor of a large movement of churches, which I won't mention. <laughs> um, and he was driving down the road uh-huh. and somebody cut him off on the highway. And uh, he, you know, he was like real frustrated at this person. Well, they exit, they take the same exit on the highway and they end up right next to each other. And the guy that cut him off rolls down his window and peeks out and goes, Pastor so-and-so, uh, <laughs> did I do something wrong? And that guy said, never again will I have road rage. Nope. Never again. No. All right. So we communicate yes. mechanically <laughs> and we communicate personally. Yeah. But can I just say, Jesus is not mechanical. Right. Jesus is personal. He's not trying to input data into your life to get a desired result. Mm-hmm. 
He wants to speak to you simply because he wants to be your friend. And where we find that in Scripture is in John 15, 15, where it says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. There it is, friends. Mm. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. Now, when I, when I looked up the Greek of that phrase, made known, it means spoken. And I love that. Because it's like Jesus wants to make things known to us by speaking to us. Mm -hmm. God could have created machines, all right? (laughs) But he didn't. He created people with wills and emotion and the desire for friendship. Mm -hmm. And if you think about where that first desire comes from, it actually goes all the way back to the book of Genesis, right at the beginning, Mm. where we see in Genesis 3.8, where it says, the man and his wife this is Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. heard the sound of the Lord God as they were walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Mm. In the cool of the day. You know what Adam and Eve were doing before the fall? <laughs> Pursuing friendship with God. Yeah. Walking with him in the cool of the day. Mm. But we know what happens to Adam and Eve. They, they disobey God. And as a result, their communion and their communication with the Lord is broken. Yeah. But Jesus, Jesus steps in and he restores that relationship. We just got through celebrating the resurrection of Christ. Mm -hmm. And he says, now because of me, you can be back in communion with God again. But this just rocked my world in college, Jordan, when this verse really settled in for me. You know, Jesus, before he's getting ready to go to the cross, he brings his disciples together and he says, I'm going to go to the Father. And the disciples are like, what? And they're, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Father, but I'm going to send someone in my place mm-hmm. that's going to be even better than me. Mm-hmm. And the disciples are like, no way, Jesus. How could it possibly be better than you? And we get these two verses, John 16, 7. It says, but very truly I tell you, it's for your good mm-hmm. that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go... I will send him to you. Mm -hmm. The advocate is the Holy Spirit. And then we get very clearly a few verses later in John 16, what the purpose of the Holy Spirit is. When Jesus says, I'm going to go to the Father, I'm going to send the Spirit. Here's what it says about the Spirit. Verse 12, John 16. I have much more to say to you, more than I can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, He will speak only what he hears, Mm -hmm. and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. Mm -hmm. Man, I love that phrase where Jesus says, I have much more to say to you. And the way that I'm going to do that is through the Spirit of God. I'm going to send the Spirit. And the Greek of that word speak, I did a little word analysis Mm -hmm. uh, on that. Uh, when it says he will speak, he will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears. The Greek of speak is parakletos, mm. which means to walk alongside. Wow. Okay. What type of friendship would it be for someone to walk alongside you and never say a word? Mm-hmm. Like come up to you. <laughs> right? Hey, the Holy Spirit is not trying to play charades with you. Okay? He's not trying to like give you the third base sign for you to steal home. Right. Okay? Yeah. He wants to come alongside you, mm-hmm. be your friend, and speak with you. Yeah. 
So the second reason that the Lord wants to speak to us is because we're a friend of God and we're a friend of the Holy Spirit. Man, and friendship, it, it requires that kind of personal connection, right? And it's, it blows me away that that's just, it's, it's Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit that are all just, all have to be so relational. Just by nature, that's who they are. Yeah. You know, if Jesus calls us, uh, whether he's saying that he's our friend or he's our master or he's our shepherd, it all requires us to to hear from him and know what he's saying. Mm. Uh, if God's the Father, what kind of father would he be if he didn't speak to his children? Yes. Um, and the Holy Spirit, I mean, uh, he's in us. If he's in our hearts, he's just gonna be silent. No, he's gonna he's gonna speak. He's gonna lead. Yeah. He's gonna um, he's gonna lead us. And I, just like that passage um, that you were talking about, where it calls the Holy Spirit uh, the Advocate, and mm. in in one translation it. It calls. Uh, it says that Jesus uh, is going to give us another advocate, mm. like saying that Jesus was an advocate for us. Yes. I'm just going to give you another advocate. <laughs> and just as Jesus walked with his disciples and uh, had that personal relationship with him, saying another one is coming mm. who's going to be with you forever yes. after I go away, he's going to be with you, and he's going to be just uh, the same way that I was with my disciples, the Holy mm. Spirit is going to be with you. So it all requires this this communication, this talking. Uh, if we're going to be friends, if we're going to be uh, servants, if we're going to be sheep, yeah. it always, always, always um, requires personal communication. Yes. Um, and it's both ways, right? It, mm. it, it means we should, we should also be seeking that mm. personal word from him, which a lot of times we don't in our quiet times, right? A lot of times we're yes. like, let me tell you what I need. Let me tell you what's going on. Uh, <laughs> let me read about you. And then I'm I'm out of here, right? Yeah. Uh, and there's never a moment to stop and just listen to what he's saying. But yes, in our roles as sheep, mm. as friends, as sons, and as daughters, it also requires us to open up our ears and and hear what he's talking about. So it's good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ben. Uh, such an important teaching. Such uh, so important to to people on all ends of the spectrum, right? Whether this is totally new to you, whether this is fresh vision for uh, taking more more time to be silent before the Lord and hear what he's saying. It's so, uh, so important. Like I said earlier, we are going to be uh, continuing this conversation. So we just laid the foundation for the voice of God. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about how you can hear the voice of God, uh, the different ways that, that manifests in our lives, because truly there's so many different ways that God speaks today, mm. um, and just how we can obey and, and be quick to to follow the word of the shepherd. Uh, it's going to be so, so important. That's going to even lead us into a talk of spiritual gifts, and it's exciting. <laughs> stay around. Stay around. It's going to be so cool. Yes. Um, but that is all we have for this week. This has been the AFW College Podcast. Uh, go listen to the Lord. He wants to talk to you. We'll see you next week.